Hey everybody, it's Thursday and it's time for another Kingdom Loathing Radio Show podcast. Hey! I drank a lot of coffee and so I'm talking real fast. This is going to make it very hard for me when I listen to this at 2x speed. I know. Do you think that? Uh, do you think that? Do you ever listen to the podcast that the Micro Machines guy does? I don't. I he don't. has one? No. <laughs> yes. It's the Auctioneers and Micro Machines guys <laughs> podcast. Enthusiasts. Yeah. Tiny <clears throat> fast car talk. He just goes. <laughs> so you're a Jick. Yeah, I'm Jick. Oh, and I'm Riff. And I'm Hot Stuff. Uh. Okay, now I'm tired, so never mind. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be kind of a short show because we got some shit to do, but we wanted to go ahead and record it so You're that we can the, actually the show, the short shrift, be broadcast on Thursday. Yeah, we're giving it short shrift. We're gonna we're gonna read all the questions that are okay. written in the forum thread. Um, I'm getting progressively more excited about our project that we're working on for KOL. Yeah, it's getting it's shaping up to be yeah exciting. That, uh, that thing, the, the writing. That thing. Yeah, yeah. there were the eleven. Yeah, let's see. There were a lot a of buckets. Lot, there were eleven pairs of things, and so that's twenty-two things. There were twenty-two things that we decided. Today, oh yes, and okay. that I'm in the middle of coding. Yeah, and I have done thirteen. And through uh, through a weird combination of things that will make thirty exciting things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, exciting. Uh, some of the stuff I was thinking about, like uh, what happens if a guy s- steals. Uh, two-thirds of your hit points twice in one round huh. and probably <laughs> probably shouldn't make it so that's a thing that would really that would be really easy for the player to trigger <laughs> maybe it's uh, remaining yeah no Could it's be remaining oh right points. i sort of forgot yeah 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 that is how that was supposed to work okay well i could move it to i just decided to do it before the thing that might happen multiple times rather than during the thing that might happen multiple mm. times. Mm. Man, I did something to the fight script that scares me <laughs> today. <clears throat> yep. You, you, you wrapped it in bacon. But, you know, we've done it in the past. This is basically the same thing as when we implemented funk slinging. Okay. And that's never caused any problems. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get it right into the questions. Wax says, on the topic of selling challenge paths, uh, let's stop talking about that. Would you consider selling access to big after it's no longer the current path? It doesn't seem like it should stay accessible after it's over, but selling it seems like a good compromise. Uh, if you haven't already, look at Cannon Fire 40's two-day big leaderboard run. My favorite part is the turn count, yeah, which is 2, 13, 13, 37, 13. Or 13, 13, 13. Yeah. Uh, There's a bunch of two-day run- softcore runs and three-day hardcore runs. Primary familiar was the Riftlet. Okay. Which explains some of it, uh, I guess. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to have to decide what to do with big after it's not the current, you know, you could just make every monster, uh, a thousand extra monster level. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Big flooded. <laughs> so the whole game is underwater now. See, can't fire, you got what you wanted. Um, <clears throat> the, the past got flooded. There was a, there was a weird time. Too many people used their riftlets. Uh, right, yeah. While the challenge path was active, and yeah. so now in the they used the rifflets in the bathtub, and so the past filled up with water. <laughs> right. Ah, in the, uh, no. So this is the this is the most action that rifflets have seen since the clan sized uh, clan Olympic sized swimming pool got introduced. So yeah, that's mm. totally what happened. Um, <laughs> something that we thought about doing as a balancing mechanism for big was making it so. Your body is so big that food and booze don't fill you up the way that they would if you had a regular size baby body. Yep. Um, 
We could also just we could remove karma gains or something. Yeah, that path could just be worth negative negative a hundred karma, something like that. Right. Yeah. Um, it ta- I, takes away karma when you use it. Sure. Yeah, I mean, unless you're doing other, unless you're doing a big booze defarian run, that's not a thing. Big booze? That's not a thing. Uh, Wax says, I had to write a page of words yesterday. It was hard. How do you guys do it? <laughs> well, write a page of words every, every day. day for mm, a yeah. thousand years. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, just doing doing a lot of writing. Video game soundtracks are good. Oh, you mean as in, like, inspiration? No, as for okay. something to no, fill No, for inspiration, you- Riff just reads other people's writing and writes down what they wrote. <laughs> oh, cold. <laughs> Man. Uh. I can't help it. It's a trope. See? Uh, judicious use of tropes allows okay. you to... You okay. know, a lot of the writing just does itself. Sure. Like, yeah. you, start, you start writing... I imagine it's a lot easier to write a character that you've already written a thousand pages worth of stuff because you already pretty much know that guy yeah. in your head. Right, it's not like making up a new character. What does this guy like to jerk off to? I don't know. But this other guy that I've been doing all the writing about, definitely empty kindergarten classrooms. <laughs> uh, the what, sadness. What what I meant about video game soundtracks is that it's music that you can play that has no lyrics that will that will fill your ears so other things distract don't distract you but is not itself distracting. Huh. What about classical music? Yeah, sure. That that'd be a reasonable alternative if you're not into video game musics. I'm just I'm like just music without lyrics of any kind. Jazz. Not everybody has that. You know, J- Scully can listen to music that he is familiar with oh, that lyrics. has lyrics while really? he's writing. Yeah, yeah, I I've just never I can't really. <clears throat> if I'm like writing, writing, well, no. If I'm doing design work, like serious, the stuff that I think of as creative work because it's the creative work I do that's especially hard hmm. for me I kind of don't I just turn off all the noise yeah like I, you know honestly the din of a coffee shop is pretty good really for that yeah. I would find a coffee shop too visually distracting because of people moving around uh, what if no, we install a coffee shop in your den could could do that yeah do I have a den uh, no, <laughs> no okay. well step one get me a den uh, that's like a progress quest. Step two, fill it with bears. Objective. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, step three, let's celebrate with fighting. Your your house's floor plan is too open to have a den. Well, a den kinda... needs to be like a, a room. Your that's... house's four planets are too open. <laughs> Luckily, one of them will get destroyed by the Sith. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Costanza Faust says, is there a feature in Word Realms that lets you export your current character image to a file suitable for use as an internet forum avatar? Oh, well, there's a print screen. Screencast. We were totally yeah. going to do that, weren't we? I don't, uh, or, well, it was a suggestion that had come uh, up at some point. I think a screen capture is probably probably your best bet. Probably your best bet. It is, it is possible that Chris could fairly quickly write, like, say, you know, Control-P... <laughs> Uh, just does a snapshot of it. Because the game has the functionality to generate a snapshot of the character as a bitmap because that's how it does the yeah, that that's how it does, does the character graphics in the book. Great. Well, it doesn't look great because it because of the scalability of it, but if it was just a bitmap of a specific size, then Yeah, yeah. Right, because I mean sure. you could like if I if I took a big one 
If I took a big one, <laughs> I would say, don't go in there. Right. Um, it, no, if you had a big one and then you resized it in Photoshop rather than letting Flash's native display thing resize the bitmap, then it would probably look a lot better. Sure. You know? Sure. But you could also just take a screenshot. Yeah, I think that I mean I think that's where you're gonna The character looks better in a context anyway. Like the context of a graveyard or a forest. Right. Or sure. a cutscene where you are sunburned James Hetfield <laughs> because we fucked something up in the XML. <clears throat> Uh, Work Perch says, I'm just wondering if there's a good reason why the number of perm skills is not displayed in other accomplishments. I can see how many pretty flowers I've picked, the number of each type of recipe I've discovered, and it seems like this would be a natural thing to record. Any chance you could do this small thing? Well, in some ways, that is more of a character sheet kind of thing. Right. Right, because it's, it's just a list of them, which doesn't have a count, but you could count them. <laughs> um, also, the things that get displayed on other accomplishments are selected more or less at random from the things that we know yeah. about stuff we based to, on the data. We need to fix that. We need that's 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 a thing. I've got I've got three or four things on my to do long term to do list, and now that Word Realms is basically done, I can start making headway on those. I think. Okay. Pseudo <clears throat> says purchasable holiday setters in Valhalla. I don't know if you've commented on the idea before, but I think it would be a better alternative to the current setup. So you mean like a like an Irish setter dressed <laughs> in a in like a diaper with a little bow and arrow for Valentine's Day? Well, oh, that would be fucking adorable. This was I wasn't sure what this I guess meant. Cherubs don't wear diapers. Did this mean like <laughs> they, they're explicitly just they, nude? They just, so they poop must just all like over heaven. Yeah. yeah, they're like birds. Yeah. Somebody to like watch your account while you go on holiday? Is that what this is about? Or like a a thing that's like Make it Feast of Boris yeah, for me. Feast of Boris every day. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess you're right in that it would be a better alternative to the current setup if what you want is to break the game so that you get a <laughs> bunch more stuff. Um, WVO Quine says, I think WVO Quine has been listening to Mark Rosewater's podcast. You think so? Uh, you know how the five colors in Magic the <clears throat> Gathering each have their own associated flavor and mechanics? The KOL elements have individual flavor, but they're mostly mechanically symmetrical. There's some suggestion that hot and cold are muscle, spooky and stench are mist, and sleaze is moxie, like from the stats and buffs you get from wads, but the elements are otherwise pretty much mechanically fungible. Here's an exercise. Suppose fungible. you wanted to beef up KOL's color pie and associate various KOL mechanics with each of the elements. How would you go about doing this? In Magic, you can ask what colors discard is in, or what colors flying or regeneration are in. What element would pickpocketing be in, or deleveling, or staggering? Um... I mean, the That's color pie tricky. in KOL is the stats and not the elements, right? Like, the elements are more yeah. akin to, like, magic's card types. It, like, not Land. types, but the categories. No, like, like goblin or zombie or, okay. you okay. know. Yeah, or, or, although or, we or, also have that. <laughs> well, we do, but but I'm saying, like... What, you know, KOL is not a copy of Magic sure. where there are one. There's a one-to-one -one relationship between all of the <laughs> things. I mean, you know, pickpocketing is in Moxie, and shields are in Muscle, and you know, a uselessness is in Mist. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Two. How are sales of Word Realms doing compared to projections? A. What are projections? <laughs> and uh, B. We didn't. We, have we didn't buy a projector. Are we supposed to project our sales <laughs> on the wall? We've done no. Uh, We've done no publicizing of it at all yet, it apart has been, from telling you guys. So. I think it has been slightly under 24 hours, and we have sold 200 copies. Yeah. So that's good. At that rate, we'll make our money back in 100 years. <laughs> um, I think, I mean, we're doing fine. It's like, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, you know, I have no idea how much this is going to sell. I think if we sell 1,000 copies, I'd be, I'd be, I mean, I'm not 
like going to be jumping up and down because we still lost just a tremendous yeah, amount of money. Ninety percent of the ninety-nine. <laughs> but yeah. I think that would be great. You know, <clears throat> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, definitely every sale that we get is more <clears throat> money to us than we would have had if six months ago I had just canned the whole project. Yeah, if I had just deleted everything at a bit of peak. Yeah. Highbulb says, can we see how much time we managed to hold the hill when we're not on the leaderboard? I know I'm close, but I would love to know exactly how many seconds I need to stay on to grab one of the lower slots. I thought that that information was available I to you somewhere. I don't know. I think it might not be. I think you I think you might have to be on the leaderboard. We could put it in the PvP information booth, probably. Huh. Because it must be stored somewhere. Right. Lightwolf says, what's up with the obscure Merc and Lockkey stash box mechanics? I mean, we got the part where we can figure out which tent the box is in, but now people are conspiracy theorizing some obscure, complicated algorithm that can predict which choice in the tent reveals the item uh, needed to proceed. Uh, only it seems arbitrarily complicated, and then it only works for certain people but not others. Is this actually a thing? Is the stash box <laughs> simply placed randomly and people need to invest in better tinfoil hats? Or is it an artifact of the KOLRNG seeding process? I people keep people were blaming me for how this works, and I honestly don't even know. Yeah, I mean, it's Riff designed it and I implemented it, but yeah. I do we? It was so long ago. Do I you have any? I mean, remember. I know how it works. Do do we have any objection to me just explaining it? I don't know. Is it? I mean, is it important and important or no? It's to be not, a solvable it's, puzzle? No, it's not at all. Oh, okay. It's not then because I don't care. because which guy drops it determines which tent it's in. And that, then, that people know that. Yeah, yeah, and then it's just random. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're supposed to, you <laughs> might have to do it three times or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But it's but it's the idea is that if you know that, then you've narrowed it down, so you don't have to check nine things in <coughs> non combat. You only have to check three. But do you? I mean, it's not it's not a, really a puzzle, right? It's just like, well, how is this going to work? Oh, I can drop from one of three guys, so let's put it where they live. Right. You yeah. know, that's is it is it based on a random seed that that could be predictable in some way? Well. There was that issue for a while where everything in the sea was predictable, predictable right. for a while, right? So, yeah. It's not supposed to be. It's supposed it's to be supposed random. To be, yeah, it's it's, it's supposed to be random. I see. Yeah. Okay. Well, like, there's your answer. Like, yeah, I mean, because it's not meant to be a like it wasn't meant to be a puzzle. Yeah, it was a puzzle. It was just like a little a little trick for you yeah. to figure out, right? But I mean, the way that you solve that is by looking everywhere. Uh, a horrible SN says, is there a reason we can't multi-use the celestial potions from Jarlsberg's pan? I don't think so, but I don't remember. Uh, Canifier40 says, right, is Stashbox location random? I'm not actually logged into KOL right now, so I can't fix that uh, multi-usable thing. Oh. So, um, yeah, it is random. Also, is the next challenge path a contenty one then? Yes, it is. Who drew the dick plant dot gif? <laughs> Uh, let's let's just settle that once and for all because that seems to be in the fucking zeitgeist, zeitgeist. today or the zeitgeist well, okay. the zeitgeist <laughs> the zeitgeist yeah um, although I've stopped doing that and Glebe's I got an email every time Glebe's made fun of me on Facebook today until I was like <laughs> god damn it fucking Facebook how many times do I have to tell you stop saying it's just a trick it's just it is just Andy Dufresne bothering the legislature they want me to keep logging into Facebook, <laughs> and so they are going to keep doing obnoxious shit so that I am you eventually sure infuriated enough to log, log in, in and change the goddamn and, settings. Okay. All right. You think, that's the, the, you think that's the tactic? Yes. Okay. There is a setting that is like, you will be notified about things that involve you. And it's just like, your options are okay or fine. <laughs> like, it's not, there's no... <laughs> uh, excellent art right there. Yeah, I drew, I drew plant.geif. <laughs> Um, 
Normally, that normally if you see something like that, it's C.D. Moyer doing it because I just did it in paint. Oh, I, I, thought, I thought that C.D. Moyer had done. All no, those. no, no. I just oh. I just did it because I wanted there to be something there. I wanted to see what it looks like <laughs> at that if you, size. If, if you magnified a plant's stamen really large. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, also, no more Moxious Maneuver. Very exciting. Great change. But that's a weird thing to be excited about, I guess. I am happy about it because that's a thing that has bothered me for a really long maybe, time. Maybe people are just happy for you. Yeah, it could be. Mind talking a bit about the balancing of ranged weapon buffing? I mean, we were like, hey, is there any real reason to keep this the way that it was? And then, like, yeah, probably not. So let's try just doing it exactly as though you uh, were out muscling with a melee weapon. It's like, ah, oh, maybe that's... Maybe that's a little too good. It is. There should still be good. a little bit of a trade off. So let's do 75%. And okay. I think Jamelli suggested 80%, and then I didn't remember that. So I tried 75. And then we were like, okay, 77 and a half it is. <laughs> uh, Dog Talk Blade Blade says, So Word Realms is awesome. I just wish there was more of it. Seriously, Jake, it's really, really good. Don't be sad. I especially love the item descriptions, actually. That shit is some funny shit. Um,. I'm wondering how the spelling as combat mechanic fits in narratively, i.e. what's happening in the diegetic world when the player is making words from the <laughs> tile set. Diegetic. They are... This is actually... We, like, we actually talked about this quite a bit. Yeah, they don't know. They're not aware of it. The characters are not. Yeah, the character does does not know. But he asks what the play, what's happening when the player spells a word, um, which I think it is a thing. I mean, that word is popping into the character's head, and he is saying it aloud as he casts a spell or punches a dude. Yeah. Or whatever. Yep. Um, and, you know, my my personal take on it that we may or may not ever get into as sort of the metaphysics of the world is that there are beings. The, there, the, there the, like the player gods represents and goddesses. an in-world controlling being. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And you're, you, you don't directly influence necessarily, but you... Yeah. It's... <clears throat> Kale says, in a recent podcast, you guys talked about the relationship between the opinion you hold about a person and of the things that they create. I think you used Orson Scott Card as an example and said that whatever you think of the dude doesn't change your opinion of Ender's Game. What I'm interested in hearing is, does your opinion of a creator influence your purchase decisions? I know that this could go off on all sorts of technicalities about sales and licensing and hmm. stuff, so let's just say that in the case that you know the creator is still alive and that buying a new copy of their work will impact the size of their royalty check. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I mean, I will frequently fund kickstarters and buy people's t-shirts if i like them which i might not have otherwise yeah that said if if you if you actively dislike somebody but they do something that you think is really awesome do you not buy it out of spite i would be I mean, that's, less I'm, I'm likely yeah i would i feel like i would be i would be less like like say uh orson scott card wrote another book yep. I would be, I think, less likely to buy it, but if I got a lot of recommendations of it from people whose opinion I trust, then that would probably overcome that feeling. Yeah, I mean, if I don't know. You know, I am definitely more likely to give money to people who I like, you know? Like, but the thing is, the internet provides a tremendous number of ways for you to decide how much money you're giving the people that create things that you like, right? Yeah. And so, so it's sure. like, and I'd rather just think of it in terms of that than in terms of like, okay, what am I not doing because of dudes that I hate? Yeah. As as opposed to just like, oh, what awesome, what ways can I encourage cool shit to exist in greater quantity in the world? Yeah. You know. 
and F- focus on the positives. So I don't know. I mean, I like knowing that Orson Scott Card is going to get a portion of my ticket sales if I go see the Ender's Game movie has no bearing on whether I go see it or not. Right? And and I think that if there was a theater, if there were two theaters in town, one of them had a thing that was like, since we love gays, we're not giving any of this money to Orson Scott Card, and the other one's like, oh, whatever, we, you know, we're just going to say do what the do what the normal deal is. I would probably go to whichever theater was closer to my house. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm always going to go to the theater with actual butter, <laughs> and not the fake. There are theaters that have butter real butter? butter. Yeah, wow. Cinem- Cinemark has just oh. butter, just melted butter in the machines. Huh. It's yeah. been so long since I got extra grease on a popcorn. I wasn't even aware that was possible anymore. Yeah. I never, I've never been all that gross. To, I would prefer real butter to the fake stuff, but I'll, ha, I'll, I'll eat some of the fake stuff. I mean, yeah. It's like, yeah. That's whatever. I used to, um, I used to put a large popcorn's worth of butter on like eight kernels of popcorn <laughs> when I worked at the theater. Just eat the unpopped kernels? <laughs> yeah. Gronk. Yeah. And then I would put my you hand do like in a microwave. <laughs> Like, woohoo, I'm a bag. <laughs> That's Man. what I would say. I haven't bought popcorn in movies for a long, long time because the saltiness of it means you pretty much have to also get a drink, and having a drink means you're likely to have to go to the bathroom during the movie. Yeah, it's fine. And I hate doing that. I well, hate that. you get a catheter. <laughs> just bring a bottle. You can just piss your pants in the theater. I, oh. I, I mean, that works for hobos, and they seem pretty on the ball. <laughs> <clears throat> Dear Jick and Co, says Arundel. No. On last week's radio show, I was surprised by a particularly vitriolic batch <laughs> of Jick hate about word realms. You may decide this is a better question for video games, Hot Dog, but I wanted to, you to at least see it. Disclaimer, KOL is awesome. Word realms is one of my favorite new games this year. Nothing that follows is meant to disparage either of those two things. You've usually blamed things that you see as wrong or hopeless finicky bullshit on mistakes that you made due to inexperience in very early KOL development. So I expected that with word realms, you would run it very differently from the get-go, yet it sounds like the engine really got away from you guys again. I'm sure there are good reasons, but nothing comes to mind. Being as you guys are probably the best source of game design knowledge I know, could you give us a bit of play-by-play on how the engine got to be the mess that causes jick ulcers uh, as a final note if you're hearing this and haven't bought word realms yet do it buy it now it's so <laughs> much fun it was basically because you were not the person doing any of the coding yeah i don't know how i don't know how much detail is appropriate to get into about a <clears throat> lot of what happened i mean it was it, so mean, it was it was a management failure and it was kind of a personnel issue and we we hired a guy who did not he was extremely smart but had never done a programming project like this at all and had never had a job before and so and and i think that that's in academia right i think this is pretty important right like there is there is a lesson that my dad tried very hard to instill in me when i was growing up and i would when we would have conversations where i would say something flippant and stupid about what the future was going to be like and he would try to knock, knock some sense into me and then that i learned very quickly when I started working, which is that just because you are smarter than somebody doesn't mean that you're better at everything than they are. And you're going to have to work for somebody who is not as smart as you and who is going to tell you to do things that you don't agree with, but you have to fucking do them anyway because it's your job. And then when I got my first job and I was in a restaurant filled with people, none of whom were as smart as me, but all of whom were better at every aspect of the job hmm. than I was. Working at a restaurant. Yeah. And basically just living in the world, too, right? I mean, I like I had I had this sort of, like, book smart 
like smarm that was just like everybody just thought I was a dick and then I was also really bad at the job. So this was a thing that I learned. So the programmer that we that's, hired... That's interesting. Like That is a perspective that I don't think a lot of people would have been able to bring to the situation, right? Like, Well, and I think that, you know, my dad having... Like, this being a thing where it's like, oh, wow, fuck dad. This is what dad was talking about. Because, I mean, this is the job that I have. And I, I should get another job, but I don't already have a different job than this one. <laughs> right. So I should try to make this one not suck. Right? And, I'm, and, and if I just get angry every time I see something stupid, like... I do what I can to make things better, but at the right. end of the day, if they tell me to do something, I have a responsibility to do it. And the programmer that we hired just, and we got into it a bunch of times, just fundamentally did not believe that he had a responsibility to do what I wanted him to do. Right. And so there was a combination of that and... And we just, we stepped back from it. So, so yeah. very early on, when a lot of the fundaments of this thing were being built, we would say, okay, so this is what we want this engine to do. Right. This is the content that we want to put in it to begin with. And then a year or two years later, we would say, okay, now let's add this. And he would say, we can't add that without rewriting the engine. And we would say, why? The way that we spec'd this engine, this should be trivial. But he didn't do it that way. He did it in the way that he thought worked better or in the way that in the short term supported just yeah, the just because, the content that was going in. Yeah, and not we had not necessarily explained every single aspect of like what we had planned right. because, for it. Because to a large extent, it's not it is not my responsibility as <clears throat> a manager, as an employer, to explain the the ins and outs of every single decision. If I if I ask like Chris knows because Chris has had jobs in the past and he also has done a lot of this you know he's worked with us and he knows like all right well they must have something in mind if they want this to work in a particular way so I'm going to do it according to the fucking spec that I was given you know and it just got like it was done it was done with an with a mindset not like the mindset that we apply to things from the outset and you know if we had known how long it was going to take we would have overhauled things much earlier sure right there were there were times even a year ago we probably would have been better off just taking the art assets and right rewriting the entire code base from scratch with chris doing it all that is debatable I, I'm, but it but it it might be true, it and, might that, be true. And, and the fact that Maybe. that might be true the fact that that is acknowledgeable as a possibility is pretty fucked up but at every point i mean and this is this is a thing that i think you know blizzard by the time they made starcraft should have had their shit together and known what they were doing but reading stories about the development of starcraft it was always two months from release it was always two months from two or two or three years years. yeah Mm -hmm. it it was always like well we could do this but we shouldn't do this because in a couple of months it'll be done right and it doesn't make any sense to spend a couple of months yeah doing something that will realistically shave six months off the development but we were two to six months away from from release for three years yeah so (laughs) you know because and you know and we just didn't know how long things were going to take you know, it, like when we launched the Kickstarter, you know, like when we launched the Kickstarter, I was like, well, four months, we can do it in three or four months. And it'll be done. Yeah. And that turned into 10 months. And, you know, it and even then we had to we had to <clears throat> say we just had to like about 
about a month and a half before we released to the Kickstarter backers, we were like, okay, we just have got to stop. We've got to stop. Yeah, and so that's why Wheel's Dream <clears throat> is just totally not done. Yeah. Right? And it, people say it feels unfinished. Well, it is. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, non-essential things had to hit the chopping block. <sighs> Particle effects. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you um, move your mic stand a little bit. What, oh, yeah, right. Because you want you want to be able to gaze lovingly into my eyes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I I want it to not look like that lever is going up your nose. Oh, okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, better Nate than lever. <laughs> so I mean, part of it was not realizing that that employment arrangement wasn't going to work out in the end until late in the process, and so just struggling. Struggling with an untenable situation because we wanted it to be tenable. And, you know, if we had, I, I, you know, I feel very culpable for this. I feel like if, if we had been way more hands-on earlier, we either would have realized that things weren't working out or would have figured out a bunch of the issues very early on and could have, could have caused things. Like, do you know what I mean? Like it's, it is really hard for me not to feel like like a lot of the blame is mine because I I you know we would say sort of what we would want we would like give a bunch of, of feedback and commentary and then we would go and work on KOL so that we could pay everybody's bills yeah or pay everybody's salaries I guess is the better way of saying it yeah I mean a lot of what happened early on too was I would say all right this is how I think that we should approach rendering these dudes on the screen I think that there should be an object that is a dude and we replace the parts of this dude with the parts of the dude that we're trying to render yeah and for every for, for every dude yeah and that is not you know basically the answer was no we can't really do it that way and I was just like okay instead of what I should have said which is fucking yes we can figure out how to make it work yeah because, because we ended up we know what we're gonna want to do that with was this. that was a literally a six-month halt we like we got to a point where we like okay well we you know the ring basically we need we need to be able to put randomized characters yeah. in the game like we need to be able to individually address the art assets yeah. that make up the people in the game and it was like well we can't do that and that, because and it that's took a, it took not how it works and it was six months yeah. And that was, it was six months and it was... Yeah, it was six months and then the tool that was delivered did a million things that were not the things that I... Like, I I, ugh, I was so close to firing him the day that he told me that that fucking thing was done because it was, it was only done in some insane imaginary sense of the word done. Oh, God. So, so basically, a tremendous amount of work went into automating the process of taking their old method of storing art assets, which were all just embedded in these individual, individual swifts that made up the individual enemies, right? But so much just like custom C code got written to decompile those on the fly into the art repository so that we didn't have to build the art repository from scratch because that would have taken a couple of months should have taken a couple of months instead of the six months that it took to make this decompiler, which was a perpetual thorn in our side for the rest of development. Every time an animation got edited, it would randomly overwrite art assets because... It wasn't random, but it would overwrite No, it wasn't that. random. It was whatever. But it, but it was like if this happened no to have idea. the same name as something that had been edited more recently because the art repository wasn't functional as an art repository. It didn't have, it didn't have the features that an art repository viewer needs you know and then there was you know i wanted 
I wanted a character editor. I wanted to be I wanted to be able to just make a dude and have that dude be an enemy and my running gag is that the piece of software that he wrote me for that purpose ended up being an aquarium simulator instead of a dude editor for all the fucking good it did trying to edit dudes. And <clears throat> yeah. It's not particularly user friendly. <laughs> the back end yeah. tools the back end tools were a bit of a bear to work with. Yeah, and I mean, so coming from the, the programmer came from a Linux back, like the programmer came from a background where he was like, "Oh, the GIMP is a great piece of software," which it's like, "Oh, okay, well, you're fired." <laughs> like seriously, the the moment that anyone says that ever, yeah, they, they, in fact, that's just an interview question from now on. <laughs> so, what do you think of the GIMP? Uh, if the correct answer is, it would be great if the interface wasn't literally the worst thing in the world. <laughs> Somebody in Metafilter had the comment that the GIMP is the single largest argument against open source software that thinks it's the largest argument for open yeah. source software. No, and I and I 100% agree with that assessment. I, I yep. that that specific line and that specific. I read that whole comment thread looking for. People Somebody to, to articulately <laughs> encapsulate my feelings about that. So, so that's that is that is what happened. You know, the, there is a mindset that thinks that editing a bunch of XML files is. There is a mindset that thinks that XML is great because it it's, is pretty good. Well, right. It is. It is good until you need it to be an easily editable, human readable thing. Like, well, I, but the, the nice thing about it is we could... There are a lot of things in it that are human readable. Like, so the, some well, of the XML is fine. Well, what I was going to say is, like, I, XML plus some, like, yeah. dirty little PHP stuff Right, but nobody should ever export see... Right, so that, right, XML. I eventually wrote a tool because I knew that when I was <clears> adding all the crafting stuff, I was going to have to make two or three hundred items for the game. And I was like, okay, I am sick to death of editing this fucking XML file by for hand. every item by hand. So I'm going to make a thing that generates this XML file. So I spent, you know, a couple days writing a tool that could reproduce the existing XML. I think I actually wrote, I also had to write a tool to interpret it and populate the database to begin with, you know, which is like the exact same that I thing that I just decried, but that would have taken 10 times as long as opposed to one tenth as long than, than entering all the data by hand. But <clears throat> that was fine. At that point, nobody ever had to look at items.xml, right? And so there was never a point where... See, the other thing was that it was like pulling teeth to get error reporting out of anything. So most of the time... Something would fail. For the, fir for the first couple of years... Notion. For the first couple of years, I would say that 75% of the time, and I don't think that this is an exaggeration, 75% of the time when we would go and sit down to work on the game, the alpha just wouldn't load. It just... we just, Okay, so... All right, so now the procedure is call the programmer, see if he's awake, see if he's working, see if he's why isn't the, why why is the build broken? Right? Well, I don't know why the build is broken. It's not broken for me because his copy on his laptop that he was working on wasn't broken, but the last one that he fucking posted to the website just didn't load. And that happens 10 times and you're just like fuck this. I can't I cannot continue to like say, all right, I'm going to work on Word Realms on Tuesday because I don't have any pressing KOL deadlines until Wednesday, so I have all of Tuesday to work on Word Realms. Things would have been very, very different if Word Realms was the only thing we were working on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that's I think that's a yeah, huge no, it, a it huge portion of the of the issue. It's it was us trying to do two things at the same time. 
And it could have. The thing is, we could have done two things at the same time if they were both like KOL. If they had, if they were, if working on both of them was the way that we wanted it to be, rather than the way that nobody wanted it to be, I think that we could. Maybe, yeah, right. I mean, because we did after after Chris came on as the programmer, we did work on them both at the same time, and it was a little better, right? We 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 would understand why the build was like he knows better than to oh what it's working fine for me oh because you're running your fucking local copy jesus christ like how fucking hard is it to not do that and i mean it's hard not to do that it is it is hard to remember not to do that i will ever like but it's like if i just every once in a while just like made it so the item spindler only worked for me you guys would get really frustrated with that (laughs) And so I make it a fucking priority there was, when I'm working on our <clears throat> tools to not break them. There was that day <clears throat> when I went to the word bucket list and everything was just empty. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, it wasn't empty. It was just reporting empty. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, th- I thought some, I thought like either I had done something wow. and just deleted all. And I was like, no. <laughs> <clears throat> so, but yeah. Ugh. Tools weren't broken. No, I know. I know. Yeah. <clears throat> Unnamed Hobo says, Word Realms question. Are you guys still planning on getting it on Steam through Greenlight? Hey, we're going to try. It's yeah, probably going to cool. be a month or two before we... It's just, it's a, it sounds like, everything that I have read is that it sounds like it's a lot of work to actually have a successful Greenlight campaign. Because it's it's the same so kind of deal people as... People said that about Kickstarter. Did you feel like it was a lot of work to run I a Kickstarter like campaign? I feel like we ran a shitty Kickstarter campaign. I feel like... Yeah, but it succeeded. Well, okay. But I feel like... I, like Knowing what I know now, I would have done it very, very differently. Like, I, I, it was basically hands-off for, like, three weeks in the middle, right? Which is not how you're supposed to do that kind of thing at all. Maybe you can, I don't know, maybe you can talk to a bunch of people that have had successful green lights. Oh, I mean, well, there aren't a bunch of people that have yeah, had I mean, successful uh, green lights, there's right? There's only, like, 60 games that have been green lights. That's true. Has it been well, that high? It's, yeah, it's one of them high. was... Uh, McPixel, sure. <laughs> I'm sure no, that I mean, guy would help. I, I feel like I understand the process more or less. Yeah. Um, I don't. You know. I also we're, don't we're know in, that Word Realms would would yeah. succeed. Right. Like no, there are there are twelve hundred games in Greenlight right now, and there are a ton of games that look a lot better than Word Realms. Yeah. And I don't know how, I don't know how excited the average Steam person who's like. Well, just going the thing through is, and rating it stuff. It doesn't matter how excited they are, right? What matters is that we get enough people to go there Maybe. and express enthusiasm. I, I don't know it, what but... their algorithm is, right? Like I've gone on Greenlight, so I've been paying much of attention to Greenlight. And so if if you are just participating in that system, which again I don't have any idea how many people are doing this, they give you a list of games and they're like, "Would you buy this or not?" Right? And I you know I I do diligence and I sort of like look at them and read read what they're about and I'm you know I try to be honest or whatever. I don't know how strongly those negative votes count against stuff and yeah, if, like, I, I, I think, hate doing it because it's like hey here's a baseball game <clears throat> would you buy this and my answers were yes or, or no. no and yeah, like, exactly. no I wouldn't buy it but it's but, just because it's a baseball game not yeah, because the I'm game not is interested in baseball games like yeah. it's not that yeah. but it's that's, like do that's, you think this game should be sold on Steam yes 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 I mean maybe they understand that I don't think they know what their algorithm is like I think that they yeah I have no idea you know yeah, I, they're I'm, trying to figure out what to do with this I'm not even sure they have a strict algorithm it's really just to, they may not to, to I think they call just the chat. They just periodically then, yeah. scrape it for every now and then. They look and see what the top couple things are, and that's the couple things they look at. I, I don't. We have a bunch of fans, but I don't know how many of them have Steam and are the kind of people that would would 
be galvanized to go vote for us on Greenlight, right? Like, so I, I just don't know, hmm. right? So I yeah. think I don't either. I mean, but I think it's, I, I don't think that we need to. I don't think it needs to be a thing that becomes even an hour a day for a month, right? I think we get a video made, we spend a couple days trying to mobilize our existing fan base, and then we just like let it either happen or not. You know, I mean, that's it the thing. Like, it's I think not if, like I think it's not like don't... a campaign that lasts a month. We don't know. We don't know what happens to all of those games that are languishing in the top one thousand on Greenlight right now, right? It could be that eventually they get onto Steam. Yeah, maybe. Right? Maybe they go through the backlog in chronological order, and if something, if if seventy five percent of the people that have looked at it say, yeah, we should sell this, then why the fuck not? It costs them nothing to put it on there, and they maybe get a little bit of money as it moves forward. You sure. know, so I mean, we just don't know. We don't we, know. We don't know what they are going to do. You know, there are games on Greenlight, there are games that have made it through Greenlight that are not as much game True. as That's, It seems Lord like Realms, you went so. to school with just about everybody somewhere. Do you not know anybody that works for Steam? There's only 300 people at Steam. Uh, yeah, and I'm... Or at Valve, at, sorry. I'm pretty sure there's only, that there's, there's only, only like one a, person. There's one person in charge of Greenlight. one person wow. running Greenlight. Yeah, and wow. I don't know her. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Rusty Knight says, Fortune cookies! They're great when you're stuck in a quest for giving hints. Has the new revamps uh, with the castle in the highlands and the sea gotten new clues, or have I been really unlucky and missed them? No. I did not realize that anybody used fortune cookies for that anymore. I mean... Yeah. That is, that it's is like... real clumsy. Yeah. And not, I don't think the not tutorial... Hard does the tutorial to... even tell you about them anymore? I don't remember. I think it does. I think you get a fortune cookie as part of the tutorial, right? Mm. Uh, but it's not hard to to help bring that up to to speed well i mean a lot of the new stuff i think doesn't necessarily even have quest log entries that makes it trickier if yeah, there aren't because that's entries. where it's stored is it's it's in the quest log metadata and the thing is the quest log was never really sufficient for it, it's infrastructure wise it was not sufficient to yeah to do anything other than real simple quests that were designed with the quest log in mind i wonder if anybody ever looks at the journal to figure out what to do in the game like in word realms like it's you know, it's pretty explicit about what to do yeah. at each stage. Yep. And I wonder if anybody ever cares. Yeah. Uh, also, a question about turtles. Some turtles can, can breathe through their butts or even go up to 33 hours without oxygen as they can store it. Would that ever be a thing in KOL? <laughs> yeah, ballast turtles. That's mm. They got it from their butts. Mm. <laughs> uh, Sumps McGee is talking about... Uh, uh, saying that I know you've been against doing the quest tracker for the level 11 quest before the revamp. However, with each quest revamp, I find myself relying on it more and more. Yeah, I don't fucking know. It's, it's just going to be tricky. I think, you've, I think yeah. you've got it in you. I mean, I think that... But the thing is, it is so... The next step is so weird at this point. For level 11? Yeah. Because doing nothing except what the quest tracker tells you, the first step in doing the level 11 quest is uh, go to the shore and get some dinghy plans. Right, and... Okay. You know, and, and it's like... Uh, yeah. The level 11 quest is, by its nature, just... It's sprawling. And yeah, it, it and, and it's got fingers everywhere, right? Yeah. It's not like it's... It's not... It would be... It's kind of what I like about it. Sure, but... It is hard at any given point to say, all right, based on this character state, what's the next thing they need to do for the level 11 quest? Right. And so... Well, yeah, because it could obvious, it could easily be any one of three Well, things. but you have all three on the screen at the same time, just like the peaks. Yeah. 
Except right. that, right? Except that each one of them is right. Some of them, like, are multiple objectives, right? The, mm. But no, that it, it's sorry. There is a crazy amount of shit that you have to do to get to the Spooky Raven wine cellar. Most of which has nothing to do with anything that's happening in level eleven, right? And so, well, so you have to. I mean, so you have to be cognizant of that no but what i'm saying is i i could spend a hundred hours writing the quest tracker to take into account all of this shit that i know is going to change before the end of this year or i could not do that oh you mean before you revamp the quest yeah oh yeah i wasn't i wasn't saying that you yeah well that's what this guy is sorry no 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 do do it as part of the quest revamp just yeah but i mean because part of the quest revamp is making the quest a linear series of things that you have to do right not necessarily all as part of that but like having the quest tracker for the level 11 quest is going to start as a quest tracker for that hippie who smoked his boat and then when you get over there it's gonna be there's gonna be another quest with a quest tracker for joining the pirate crew so then if you haven't done that quest the first step in the level 11 quest is maybe you should join the pirate crew and figure out how to figure out what's going on with this journal right as opposed to go to the shore four more times sure, and sure. get the dinghy plans right like you leave that in you leave that in as the secret back back way right. and you put in yeah, some alternative exactly i mean so way. so so sure. like the, the the first step then is find your way to the island and then when you go to the main map and you look at the island there's you know like hmm what's close to there oh the woods and so you go to the woods and if you haven't seen it yet there's that smoke signals from the hippie saying oh yeah those i, I burned my boat I burned my boat to it was make ban- the smoke boat. signals to get somebody to help me find a boat. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, underscore Wasp says, how do you feel about combining challenge paths? Seems to me like bees wouldn't like Jarlsberg and zombies seem very trendy. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, Kodrick says, I've been having some chat macro issues and I was wondering if you could talk about, one, can't seem to buy more than two different types of things in a single macro. And then he gives me a list and then it says he bought one of everything, but the actual game only buys one thing and one thing and nothing after the second item is purchased and no errors are thrown. I don't know. Huh. I wonder if it's matching too many Things. By comparison, my macro that does all my conjuring for the day totally does them all in a single macro. It would do even more if it wasn't for the character limit. Uh, second macro is this. If I have a bunch of macros, I can't... Because you cannot execute macros from other macros. And right. I don't want KOL players to be able to create infinite loops right. in KOL's code using the code that I've given. We could probably... We could probably work around that somehow. Uh, other questions. Have you ever considered a zone that required a gear reset? Something along the lines of, it's so hot in the magma tunnel that you can only adventure here with gear that's marked as resists magma. And then you'd just make all that gear power one and people would have a whole new vector for finding resist magma gear in order to get their character back up to power 200 items. It would allow you to make meaningful gear decisions that A, don't require a lot of math, and B, don't break other parts of the game by introducing power creep. I've often wondered why WoW never did that, especially for the Frozen Northlands or something, but that's more of a video game's hot dog question. You know, WoW did do that, and it was really unpopular. Yeah, there were like, Raid bosses that you had to have all your gear had to have like fire fire resist yeah or I mean didn't you have to have a bunch of fire resist to just be in molten core no you didn't I don't think so I don't know I mean I guess it was just gated with the math where they did so much fire damage that you needed the resist but then they just kind of did away with that and I mean partly that's the thing that happens in a lot of games it's like you you get you play 
the game up to a point and then all of a sudden elemental resistance becomes super important whereas yeah. it was just completely unimportant up to that point yeah I think that completely took elemental existence out of the game. Wow, yeah. really? I would yeah. not be surprised. I haven't seen any because I, yeah. I mean it was I barely the last time I it saw was any barely was. used, right? It was barely ever addressed, and and I think it was like it basically fire resist gear was just a big set of keys that you had to yeah. have to get into molten core, huh. yeah, right? Or and to fight a Nyx year or whatever. And they got rid of they got rid of all the attunements, huh. basically because I guess they just determined that that wasn't fun, especially for really old. Content once we went past it. I mean, we the C did that a little bit with the C, and it yeah. was very unpopular. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't, we didn't do didn't that frame specific it. thing. We didn't frame it correctly. Sure. Right. Like we. I think we've learned some things from that. Uh, I know Scully owns a zoo. What pets do you guys own? <laughs> I have a cat, and you guys have no pets. I have a partial cat. Well, ownership. okay, I guess that's right. I don't. I don't think about your other life. <laughs> Hot stuff has two families on different different <laughs> coasts of the country. Yeah. That's funny because Chicago and Phoenix are not coasts by any stretch. They're both port cities. <laughs> All right, Phoenix does have that sky harbor. Yeah. Uh, why can't KOL characters join Booze Hounds Anonymous? Uh, because we don't like to put explicitly religious organizations in the game or make fun of cults. We totally make fun of cults. Um, how did you come up with the idea for the mayonnaise wasp in the Daily Dungeon? It seems awfully random. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a lot of those are weird inside jokes or something. No. A lot of the early ones were... Just like, random. a lot of the monsters in the Daily Dungeon were among the first monsters in the monster table, which were just oh. like, oh, I'm just going to make a bunch of monsters based on some joke about a D&D monster or something, you know? Okay. Pencil golem. is the first golem ever, you know? Sure. Giant, giant, <laughs> giant moth. Like, oh. It's really big. <laughs> you know, like, it's, like it, 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 a lot of that stuff came from when KOL did not have a lot of the, like, the sort of grooves dug into the personality space that it has now. And so that was a weird way of putting that. But <laughs> it, 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 was, it was prior to the establishment of every KOL trope. Mm. Right. And so it was just pretty random. Um, how hard is it to do events that involve NPCs chatting in chat? I personally love it when stuff like that happens. It makes me want to participate in chat more and also encourages me to visit other channels that I normally never visit. Do you script all of the NPC chats ahead of time or are they typed in live? They're typed in live. Um, since we met Lord Flameface, does that mean there's also a lady ice bottom? Uh, no, I think that would be offensive to women. If KOL had a Zelda style dark world, what would it be like? color <laughs> uh, melon says instead of having scaling monsters give stat gains based on the monster's attack which scales with your moxie why not just have it give stats based on the player's buffed main stat that keeps it the same for moxie classes but lets other classes buff their own relevant stat and lessens moxie's dominance is the most important stat well i mean it stat gains are just based on monster power the problem is basing monster power on moxie for scaling stuff, right. not basing stat gains on monster power, because the amount of stats that you get for killing a monster probably should be... You know, one way of doubling stat gains from combat would just be to give you stats for the sum of the monster's power and defense, rather than just power, and then it would also that would also balance out... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would also make plus monster level give twice as many stats, but that, would, that already would happen. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, P.S. I purchased Word Realms today and am loving it. It's a lot of fun. Well, Woo! thanks, Melon. Tell it's your awesome. friends. <laughs> uh, Glebe says, do you think Spectral Snapper should be at least as powerful as a, dis- a divine item slash love song? What about half as powerful? Right now, it does about one-fifth of your buffed muscle for a hefty 20 MP. Power creep. But you can cast it an infinite number of times without owning a Librem or buying stuff in the mall. So I'm not saying it's great. I'm not even saying there's ever a point where anyone would use it if they weren't <laughs> stupid, but you're comparing apples to oranges. <laughs> comparing apples to stupid uh, oranges. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're comparing apples to oranges, idiot. Um, I, I, see, Glebes, you should stop making fun of me for backing off on the whole Geif thing. Because What do you mean backing off? He says we don't do that anymore, and we don't really. We make a joke about it every once in a while, but I don't tend to do it in conversation unless I'm having a conversation with new people about how you pronounce it. (laughs) I love just the trivial feuds that bounce around the Twitter Twitter space Mm -hmm. that we follow. Like just so, so in the last couple months, it's been boneless wings versus bone-in wings, which is to say, fucking retards versus people who (laughs) who know what food is. You know what boneless wings are? Chicken nuggets, like you eat when you're a fucking baby. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. Uh, also, it's Jif, because the guy who made it says it's Jif. Like, what the fuck higher authority is there than that? Ah! <laughs> it's, it's inarguable. It's not, like... Hmm. That said, you know, if Orson Scott Card was suddenly like, oh, well, technically it's Ender's game. Ah! <laughs> Melee. Yeah. Uh, and in Blister in the Sun, Blister is a verb, not a noun. And like, just because everybody well, believes I versus A, right? Like yeah, like a everybody be- just because everybody believes it is. Let me go on like a Blister in the Sun doesn't mean it's like that. And you know who gets to decide that? Fucking Gordon Goddamn Gano. <laughs> It is actually changed his middle name to Goddamn Jordan, Jordan Jano. Yeah, Jordan Jordan Goddamn Jano. <laughs> yeah. Have you considered, says Zeltang, changing Ms. accessories to have the same effect as a Mr. Accessory Junior? That would make it so there's the basic Mr. A, which is useful as currency, and the rest of the family, which are useful for plus items. Oh, that would be like calling the lady a baby. That that wouldn't sit right. Or just saying the baby was a girl. I guess he's a, is he specifically called a boy? I guess he is. I just called him he. Revelator says, one, are you guys seriously considering this or was it just a topic somebody else brought up? The thought of selling challenge pass sounds a little hypocritical at the least. How about before you hurl insults <laughs> at us, you check out the source material where we had a conversation about this? I mean, if somebody if somebody only hears about it through reading a question in this forum thread, I could be like, they could be like, what are you guys talking about? Do you, like, think, they, do you think they heard about it? I think they probably saw that for the, the very first question. The, yeah. And so like, that's true. I don't, you know. There is a lot. There is a lot more context than than that question sure. led you and to. I, and look, um, I'm not trying. To, I'm not trying to put a damper on the discourse. I just uh, yeah. we have no we have no plans of any any specific. Kind if at if all. this had said the idea, the thought of selling challenge paths sounds a little unlike you at the least, then it would not have been. Yeah, I don't understand I would, the hypocritical thing, right? Because like. Yeah. What does that mean? We have we we definitely sell things that have content in them, right? And we don't. I mean, we always we, make it available. If we just if we said if we started selling a a bag of a thousand turns for ten dollars, that would be that would be hypocritical because that would be us doing something that we said that we wouldn't do, which is the definition of hypocrisy. 
saying, hey, what if we did X cannot possibly be hypocritical <laughs> because... It, Two, are you guys really planning on producing four challenge paths every year? For one, that sounds like zero reason for no paths justification. What? Two, sounds a little overtaxing to try to keep it original. And three, competes with other things. Really, I'm thinking you guys should take a break on the paths for winter, like a holiday. People try to get as much as they can out of world events, so even speed ascenders will stop what they're doing for it. <laughs> yeah, that is one thing I've definitely learned, is that speed ascenders fucking love world events, and they don't mind at all putting their normal <laughs> preferred method of gameplay on hold to participate in a world event. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They make the rich richer and the poor richer, so it's kind of win-win. No one is going to miss out on if they can help it. Yeah, that's true, but you know, I mean, we've migrated we've migrated our our sort of approach to challenge paths to one that is, I think, very sustainable. I mean, the existing one is sustainable, right? Like we can fucking do it. Like that, we're getting good it's, at this. well. It depends on what you mean by sustainable, right? Like I think that f creating situations where we encourage player burnout is a bad one. Sure. <laughs> right. So I think I think our current plan is pretty solid and we'll we'll run with that and see how how people yep. react three can you think for a moment how game breaking and item obsoleting being able to dual wield offhand items would be and how stupid it would be for me to ask about it i mean yeah, two I mean, shields is definitely an interesting question i mean what but i mean a lot of the say item uh, offhand items of the month have been balanced as a thing that you can only wield one of right. whereas mm -hmm. one-handed item of the month weapons are balanced as a thing that you could potentially be wielding two of right. what so, is your weapon if you if both your hands <clears throat> have offhand in them are you just unarmed? Is your fe no. feats of fury? No, I mean, that's the thing. It doesn't make any sense. That's yeah. not how that slot works. I mean, this yeah. is like saying, why, why won't you let us also put a hat in our right hand? There's no reason you yeah. couldn't do that. That's <laughs> like, true. Yeah, but it is an offhand item. Dual wielding doesn't mean that both of your hands are shitty. It means <laughs> that one of them is shitty but can be good, and one of them is good. <laughs> You'd have to get a thing that made your main hand shitty if you wanted to be able to put a shield in it. <laughs> It's like the only the only offhand item that you can dual wield is Bob Dole's pen. <laughs> oh, sorry, got, got that weird wow. shitty got weird shitty baby hand. That's a permeable skill. Weird shitty baby Bob Dole hand. <laughs> oh man, sorry. You, you, guess, went, you got you went all mean. Didn't, didn't he get his ability to not have a shitty weird baby hand shot off in some war hero event or something too? So it makes me even more of a dick. <clears throat> there's there's that one part of your war elbow. War hero event. Yeah, you know, some act of war heroism. I had already had like most of the sentence was out before wow. I, before I realized what I needed to say. But look, Bob, you know, Bob Dole is like the <sighs> proud officers of. FDNY. <laughs> Fucking hero. Uh, another question. Any thoughts on possibly doing... No, this is not... I didn't even read his first question. See how <laughs> fucked up... Fucked up stupid baby Bob Dole mouth <laughs> over here. <laughs> Sandwich Dew says... Hey guys, do you consider the sea complete? Any chance of additional content in the future? Perhaps a world event? I'm sure everybody's waiting with bated breath for the farting starfish to become a real thing. I sure am. It's not gonna happen. No. Also, what, what do you bait your breath with to get a farting starfish <laughs> yeah, to latch onto your yeah. face? Jesus Christ. <laughs> urinal cake um, I can still really fart into a urinal that's not that's not a thing that anybody does wow I wasn't I wasn't understanding what you were saying man, for a second that's uh... yeah I was like well what kind of things do you fart into oh a urinal <laughs> see I mean I guess you know urinal cakes are food uh, another question. Any thoughts on possible? Uh, sorry, I guess we should answer that first question first. Uh, I yeah, it's basically. I mean, there is there is a tiny little 
thing. Yeah, yeah. It's not that little. It's not, but it's not. A th- yeah. There is also I. I remembered a thing that I wanted to do underwater that we never got around to doing, which might that, that might be a good world event, actually. Yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple of things. Yeah. Um, there is a, a linked concept. Yeah. Yeah. There is. Uh, I could imagine. I could imagine something coming up that would lead us to do something else down there. You know what? Somebody was bitching about dolphins. They didn't really understand it. Do we considered removing the cooldown on dolphin whistles. Did we? I think it came up, and I think it was your idea. I don't remember that. Huh. Anyway, what do you think of the idea of removing the cooldown on dolphin whistles? I don't know. I'd have to think about it. Because it, I don't know how often naturally dolphins occur. Is It's one sand dollar for a dolphin whistle? Yeah. So I mean I don't think it is I don't think it is the same as just Yeah, I mean and you still don't like you know, it's not like you it's not like every turn. I mean you have to spend a turn to do it. You have to spend right. a sand dollar and you only get one item. So you're not going to do it all the time anyway. You're sure. only gonna, you're going to do it when it makes sense. Eh, and it's prob- just it's probably fine. Yeah. I think we didn't want people to like just be able to get everything that had been stolen. Yeah, but I don't think that's what would happen. Uh, yeah, and it's uh, with a turn cost. It's yeah, I mean there is no not, there is no regular drop in the sea that I would not that I would say you know what even if you're willing to spend an entire turn just getting this item fuck you buddy right right sure. so yeah maybe I'll do that before we take off because I, I, I like when that guy brought it up I was like oh right that has that that has that cooldown. It's like 10 turns, It's right? 10 turns, yeah. yeah. And we, I think, had discussed... When, just because when we first were like, we're going to look at the sea again. So step one is let's... Make a just hole make everything. Sea. Let's make everything <laughs> friendlier. Let's make it... Right. Let's, and and how, how can we do that? Like, you know, and nothing was off the table as far as I was concerned. Like, what about getting rid of fishy as a concept and just <laughs> getting rid of the two-turn cost completely? But nah, it's, that breaks too many of the things that right. are used as a reward vector down there. That one was not really on the table. It's just, I wanted to discuss the implications of everything so that we didn't miss something obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, the water table. Yeah, but that was one of them. Right. But that was one of them is getting rid of that cooldown. So I will probably do that okay. uh, in between recording this show and when we go to the thing we're going to. Another question. Any thoughts on possibly doing an NS15 upgrade? I know there was a big meltdown when NS13 was implemented a few years back. Has that cooled down or is it still a sore topic? No, I still think it's not a thing that we should do. It's not, and it's not like... And it's not we, because I think people would be pissed about it. It's, yeah. It, we think it's a bad idea. Yeah, it, like, what we learned was that in order to make quests that you effectively gain a level while doing... Uh, eleven and twelve had to be really, really long, yeah. and, and yeah, doing that making them even longer than that. Fourteen yeah. would be nuts. Yeah. And, and I mean, somebody will counter, and they have in the past when we've said this. Uh, you could just make it so you get a lot more stats from the monsters, sure. right? But you know, yeah. all right. Forum thread closed. Show almost exactly one hour. Nice. Uh, good. Good. Bladder. Bladder. Painfully full. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> I. This seems like it's been a real high-energy show. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because your bladder's been full. Yeah, that's probably it. Mm. Uh, okay, well, uh, have fun listening to this. I don't know if Video Games Hot Dog is going to be... No, in fact, I am certain that Video Games Hot Dog will not be 
immediately following will this. not be edited in time for me to give it to Casey Wiederman uh, so that he can I'm amazed that he can do anything given that all of his computers use Linux. <laughs> Be sure you tell him about that. Otherwise, he'll message me wondering what the hell's going on. I already did. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> cool. And, you know, Thanks, I, I know it's. I know you're like, oh, leave me alone. I don't know anything. But it's not his fault that you don't ask me. Yeah. It's, it's not his fault that I'm I'm often the only it's not one his fault online. That you work here. Well, right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess at like eight thirty on yeah. Thursday night. Yeah, that's okay. Well, uh, g- good night, everybody. Good night. Have a great weekend, everyone.